I'm Naming Eugene, and this is Naming's Notes, the audio piece that supplements my bi-weekly column of the same name. The corresponding column is, I am not a pop star. So, I decided to chat with Asantua Riggs, one half of Artist Republic, a music consulting group. So, Artist Republic is grounded in the principles of artist development. Um, so, we think about the industry as a whole, and we think about it at large, and um, we empower managers, um, record labels, um, creative business executives with strategy. That's Asantua Ricks describing the core of her company, Artist Republic. Artist Republic is a music business consulting group that she started alongside her equally brilliant partner, Kente Williams. I sat down with her at the Heed Magazine workspace near Times Square and chatted about her journey through music that led her to Kente, where together they birthed their cool, empowering, and unique company. Okay, so the first thing is, uh, where are you from? I'm an ATLian. Um, okay. I've been in New York six years. Yep. What brought you to New York? I've been in music uh, forever. It's kind of um, what I've done since high school. And I got offered a job um, at ASCAP. And I took the job. And so I moved to New York for the job. So you're into music. Uh, you got into it starting with ASCAP. What came after that? Well, I got into music way before ASCAP. Okay. Uh, my first job in music ever... Um, I went to a performing arts high school, the same high school that like Jagged Edge and Candy Burris and Outkast, Keenan Thompson, D. Woods. It's the school in Atlanta for people who want to be in music. And it's a musical theater high school. And so I was in musical theater, but I knew I wasn't attached as an artist. So I started managing the artist. Um, and so I started um, a record label. And I called Virgin Records and was like, yo, I got a label. I got artists down here. Um, and I need you guys to send me some Lenny Kravitz posters because his album had just came out. And I want you guys to send somebody and I want you guys to sign my roster. And so I like typed up contracts um, waiting for Virgin to come and waiting for them to call me back. Um, you were in high school doing this? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, a, senior, I was a junior. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I started there, right? So then after high school, um, I interned for Outkast. Outkast had a record label called uh, Aquimini. And then from there, um, I worked for an attorney. So I interned for Outkast. And my first job, official job in music, was for an attorney named Kendall Minter. And then from there, I went to work for TI. I was uh, the marketing director for Grand Hustle during the time of the King album. A few, then, so then I started doing independent work. I started working... As you can see, Asantawa's career in music is super varied, well-versed, rooted, and connected. But it all began first as a performer. I was horrible in school. I, you know, was dramatic and, you know, always talking back. And I got decent, I got good, pretty good grades, um, but I was just, like, always super dramatic. And the teachers, really? Oh, my God. The teachers, <laughs> the teachers would tell my mom she finished her work early and she's dramatic. She's talking. Everything is all, you know. And so my mom was like, we got to put her in acting classes. So my parents put me in acting classes, and I loved it. I loved the expression of acting classes. And there was a director in, in, um, in Atlanta, and he had an organization called the Freddie Hendricks Youth Ensemble of Atlanta. And it was this community theater group, but a lot of celebrities have come out of that um, group from being performance. I just loved it. I loved working with artists. And so I performed and got on stage, and we did some dope um, plays, won a lot of dope awards, um, I like the energy and was performing. What made you feel like you wanted to change and work more on the business side? Because you know, I became more concerned with what was happening. Um, you know, I would, you know, I became more concerned about 
um, the audience and like why are more people coming on this night than this night and why are people responding to this and not to this and so I just became really curious about the business side of things and then when I went to college um, my parents made me go to college and when I went to college I started promoting parties and throwing parties and you know working at the radio station so after hearing Asantawa's individual story and getting to know her more, I was ready to find out how she wound up meeting her artist Republic partner, Kente Williams. Here's the story. When I was in Atlanta, I was working for Grand Hustle, and I wanted to work for Usher's mom, Janetta Patton. She was a woman, she was a black woman, and then Usher was her son, so that was a part of it too, and he was a dope artist, and he was doing really well. And I wanted to work for her, and, and I was with T.I., and she, I found out that she had an... Um, opening at her um, at her company JPAT management so I applied I called and then they didn't call me back so I would like call every day and like listen to every mailbox to see who their employees <laughs> were and I would do it every day listen to each mailbox to see if somebody would pick up and talk to me and so after like a month I kept doing that and so one day I called and there was a new guy who had a voicemail and the guy was like hello this is Kente Williams <laughs> and so Kente got the job and so I didn't know him and so many years later, um, 2013, an uh, artist was putting together a team for a project. And we didn't know who the other people on the team were going to be. And we were at uh, Diddy's studio. And Kente walked in. And we looked at each other. And we're like, don't we know each other from somewhere? And we couldn't figure it out. There was an energy that we had. And we just couldn't figure it out. And on the project, the creative development was super important to me and I would be in the studio all night and I would call Kente and he would be asleep and he would be like I'm about to email you the producer agreements the producers before they get out of there so he was like my balance and so on that project um, we killed the project it was amazing and we balanced each other out and so we was like we should do this again and so shortly after we formed Artist Republic Is that the only thing that made you two feel like okay we're a good fit we should work together we should start something together well, the thing that made us, so that was a part of it, but the thing that, so that made us like each other and be attracted to each other professionally. But the thing that made me know that Kente was the person that I wanted to work with was the fact that we had shared value. Um, and our shared value specifically became, um, in the music world, you hear people say, the music industry changed. Um, but Kente and I both were culturally curious, and we were like, well, what's the sentence after that? The music industry changed, so... What's the next sentence? And we were both searching for what the next sentence was. That was the thing that let me know that I wanted to work with him is because he was culturally curious, not just on the creative side, but intellectually. Um, he wanted to figure out how we can move the industry forward um, with, with empowering people with knowledge. Yeah, cool. Ten years from now, what do you see Artist Republic doing? Uh, and then what do you see the music industry doing like where do you see these those two entities at your world and in the music industry as a whole so where i think the music industry will be um, in 10 years i think that it will be an artist-led industry because artists are showing now more than ever that they can function independently so as a poet because what we've seen artists have to figure out how to fit into the music industry and I think the biggest shift that we'll see in 10 years is that the industry is going to figure out how to adjust around the artist. Artists Republic in 10 years, I have no idea. Um, you know, we're about the artists, so we're going to 
we're going to stay anchored in strategy and we're going to stay anchored in artist development and we are going to um, continue to think of creative ways to support the executives um, that are pushing the artist um, and we're going to grow with the artist. Naaman's Notes is produced, edited, scored, everything by me, Naaman Eugene. The column version of I'm Not a Pop Star was edited by Edgel Stoner. As always, please leave a review on iTunes. And while you're at it, tell a partner of yours to check out Naaman's Notes and to leave a review as well. Thank you to Saul Vanderpool at Heed for letting me use that space. You can check out Heed at HeedMag.com. Thank you so much for reading and listening. And until next time, I'm Naaman Eugene, and this has been Naaman's Notes. Uh, Not yet. <laughs> I'm glad you the like grapes. It. Um, I have grapes, by the way, everyone, <laughs> which are my favorite. Yeah, green grapes. Green grapes. No, green grapes. Why green grapes? I, they don't have seeds in them.